This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. What the hell did you just say? Um, first of all, hello, Reavers. How are you doing? Hey, good, buddy. How are you? I want to do a promotion. If anyone asks, uh, out there runs Rosedale, right? Every time Which I you're go a huge a, fan. Of. I'm you, a huge fan. I have Rosedale like Mall. really good feelings, I, memories of Rosedale, just going there as a kid, walking around in all the shops and the fun places. And if they want to hire me next year to live at Rosedale from December 1st to Christmas Day, oh I'll God. do that for the right price. Would you seriously? Yeah. And I will podcast from there, or I'll do videos, I'll do whatever. Oh my God. And I get to sleep maybe in the bedding section at Macy's. Won't that be cool? No, that sounds awful. I don't know. I, I just love them all. I, I say to, I think my wife might be going to a therapist because I continually ask her if she wants to go to Rosedale or the Mall of America. And she looks at me like, I'm going to murder you. Like legitimately no. might want to murder me. Uh, and I, I don't like them in general, but especially this time of the year. Oh, I love it. The people are out. It's the holiday cheer. Yeah, don't you like holiday cheer? I do, and it, it's it's fun now going through this with with young kids. Yeah, it's fun, but I still don't want to be around other people. Oh, that's it, the part I want to avoid at all costs. It will get worse when your kid at let me pull this up at twelve fifty two at night, right? Oh, so no. twelve fifty two in the morning, yeah. sends me a pair of Kyries that she wants. She's thirteen years old. What is that? They're they're a pair of shoes that are like two hundred and forty bucks. She's like, oh, can I get these Kyries? And I'm like, for Christmas on our Christmas Isn't list. Kyrie Jenner? Ky- no, Kyrie Irving. Oh yeah, that, yeah. it's Kylie Jenner. What's Kylie her name? Jenner, Kyrie Irving. Right? Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay, okay. Uh, and I may be wrong about the name of the shoe, but. I'm like, at 12.45, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing up? You should be sleeping. Second of all, why do you think? And then another one said to me, this is so great, Reavers. Uh, my kids are so sweet and delusional. <laughs> she, the One of them, the older one said, hey, I, I know this is a long shot gift. Right. I know this is a long shot. I'm I know my chances this. aren't good. I'm prepping this. But I'd like a, a pair of Dior, Christian Dior slides, like flip-flops. I said, oh, those sound nice. How much are they? And she goes, this, this is where I'm reaching. And I said, well, what? And she goes, they're $800. And I, I looked at her and I said, are you what out of your mind? What color is the sky in your world that you think I'm going to buy you a pair of flip-flops, flip-flops for 800 bucks? Well, I want to take that a step further, further, in addition to, further, yeah, further. Yeah. Why would anyone spend that kind of money on a pair of flip-flops? I don't know. People are dumb with money. And I, too, have been known to be dumb with money, right? I've done dumb things. I own a Humvee. I'm a dumb person, right? I get it. I get it. I've done some dumb stuff. But But. a kid wearing $800 flip-flops just is never going to happen. And the weirdest part about this is my daughter has the the one that wants the uh, Dior flip-flops. And Mm -hmm. if anyone from Dior is out there and want to just get her a pair of flip-flops. Or endorse the show. Endorse the show. Let's do it, right? I mean, let's do it. Because then I'd love for her to wear them. But... If she she's wears like these tennis shoes that are so filthy to I'm, school, I'm blown away. Wow. But she wears like tennis shoes that are like three years old. And I'm like, let's get you some new tennis shoes. She's like, ah, don't even worry about it. I'm like, huh. So she's super low maintenance on that end and wears sweatpants almost However, all day. But yet she'd look really cool. And she, you remember that show with um, it, with the models? Ben Stiller was a model. 
Oh, it was uh, Zoolander. Zoolander. Yeah. And the developer had that style called Derelict, where everybody looked like they were homeless. <laughs> so my kids are the Derelict. They wear that. They all look homeless, but then want $800 slides. Yeah, yeah they only wear sweatpants and sweatshirts because they're homeless looking kids. I got to tell you, it, it's, you know, I'm still at the stage where a new Lego set is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I'm still at the stage where, and I really am trying hard because if I were to let my beloved go wild, she would. She would. But okay. And it's not that I don't want her to get stuff for the kids. I yeah. want her to enjoy this time of the year yeah. at this age. And I know it's, it's is it fleeting? I, yeah, I know yeah. that, that you only get right? that small window mm-hmm. with your kids, and I get that. But I also don't want her, them to think, oh, well, on Christmas, I just get $6 million worth of stuff, yeah. too, yeah. because you still want to have them have a little bit of perspective. Yeah, you, you would like it. Sometimes you've lost, you know, as a parent, I know I've lost that. Like my kids had no perspective. <laughs> like they have no, no concept, no concept, no concept at all. Yeah. Well, speaking of gifts, uh, I need you to oh, have this oh. right here. Okay. All what right. Is, that what was is this? handed to me yesterday. Okay. And there's a reason I'm giving it to you right now as we're on the air. Oh, got it. Okay. Should but, I open it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So it's from uh, our new best friend, Dave Pounds, and his lovely uh, wife. I love him. The owners of the Slush Buster, because I've got to do a Slush Buster ad on the show anyway. So I thought, I'm going to have Mike open his Christmas card from the Pounds live on oh, oh, oh. the Weekly Scramble. Because yeah. I got mine from them, I believe, a week ago. And they're just, they're they're wonderful, wonderful people. And I've mentioned this before, but it's one of the reasons why I love the things that we do here because it connects clients with people and I absolutely love it. And they're just phenomenal people. What a sweet, sweet note. Yes. So there's a beautiful card. So unlike Mike Fratelloni, uh, <laughs> Dave and Nina Pounds write out legible. Correct. More than one paragraph. Mm-hmm. Sincere. Yes. Spelled accurately. Yes. Um, the grammar indented paragraphs. Everything about it is just beautiful. I would just say happy holidays, but I'd probably throw an E in holidays somewhere. <laughs> so that was very, very sweet of you. Yeah, them. it was very cool. And I knew you'd enjoy that. Yeah, so. I, I think the the pounds are killing it. They're pounding it. Yes. I don't know, with the slush Pun buster. intended. Yeah, pun Why intended. Not? It is just, it's one of those things that blows my mind. People are, my stores are calling me mad at me because... So many people are coming in and asking for this. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? You want me to We're stop? getting them to you as fast as we can. Such, are you hearing this? What? We are moving product, baby. The Slush Buster's killing it. All right. So All right. <laughs> Joe's very enthused. Can yeah. you tell? Yeah. Uh, invent- Okay. All right. <laughs> Very good. Uh, it was invented by Dave and his lovely wife, White, right here in Burnsville, Minnesota. Dave got tired of the corrosive slush that was rusting his cars and damaging his garage floor and the old broomstick and boot that was used before. That wasn't cutting it anymore. So, voila, here comes the slush buster. And it's going to help take good care of your vehicles and your garage. It's also going to help prevent slips and falls. The slush buster is available. Yes, you can order it on Amazon. But do what everybody else does and go to one of your 21 Fratelloni's hardware locations, also at Wellna Ace Hardware in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. Uh, you can also order yours and learn more at slushbuster.us. That's slushbuster.us. You know what? Christmas is right around the corner. Yeah, it's a great Christmas It's a gift. great Christmas gift. Um, I have to totally change all my feelings about Dave and Nina, though, because now they are total liars. Why? Because they wrote, when Dave dropped off the slush buster at your warehouse, one of your staff members spoke very highly of you. There's not a chance that <laughs> happened. No one at the warehouse spoke highly of Mike Fratelloni. They they might have said, that oh, jerk. that a-hole. Yeah. They, oh, but that, what a sweet couple. 
And can I tell you what yeah, I did? Yeah. So last night we got the. It wasn't even bad levels of snow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was just enough to be a royal pain yeah, in the rear mm-hmm. end. Because uh, I left here shortly before six, and I didn't get home until about a quarter after seven. Oh, that's how, yeah, that's all yeah. rough. That's and and my stretch normally is about a forty-minute drive. Okay. Well, you know, one wrench in the system screws sure. everything. In fact, there was a couple of really bad accidents that I was going to look up to see how bad they mm. were. Uh, anyway, but what did I do? Pull into the garage. Turn the heat on. Yep. Come inside. Yell at the family. No, I'm kidding. Come inside. Uh, get stuff ready for dinner. Whatnot. Gave the gave the heater a little chance. Yeah, yeah. Came back. Slush buster in hand. Wheeled out her vehicle. Mm-hmm. Wheeled out mine. And then let it melt. Yeah. Oh, it's it's fun. That's just that's just nice. It's fun. Yeah, good for you. So I had a, a a time where I had to send my team at my my Fratelloni's family team, right? Mm-hmm. The kids that I have. Yes. I said, hey, if if you happen to notice that both of our garage doors are wide open and you're outside, close them because we have a heater in our garage. So the heater just goes as hard as it possibly can because now the garage temperature is 11 degrees mm-hmm. instead of the 48 or whatever I keep it at. Okay. And my daughter looked at me and she goes, you know, for a fraction of a minute... I thought, I wonder if he'd want these closed, <laughs> right? And then I said, why didn't you say anything? Right. Why didn't you just use that that logic, those little neurons that you have in your head that says, I bet you he doesn't want to just have this heater, but <laughs> nope, nope. Three family members, yep. three of them saw that they were open. And the worst part is, is I was the one, we have two different garage door buttons inside, right? Okay, okay. And I pressed the wrong one. So oh, I came in, no. one was open, and then I opened the other one. So it was my fault. I did it. I was the moron. But I looked at this beautiful, my kid's beautiful. And I said, Didn't please, you, did, you not? did you not just have a moment of saying, I bet you they just don't want both garage doors open. Dad's laying down on the couch. He probably isn't doing a project. Let's just, you know, I don't even need to say anything. I'm just going to close them. I'm just gonna close them. I'm gonna be a good kid. Yep. Never. No. Never happens. Well, yeah. you know what? Tis, yeah. tis the season. Yeah, tis the season. You know what? You reward that kind of behavior with eight hundred dollar flip. <laughs> with eight hundred dollars. That's what I should have said. I should have said if you would have only closed the garage door, we could have afforded those eight hundred dollars. So a couple of stories were sent our way. Uh, one by a good friend of mine, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you know, same name not, as not you, me, but yeah. but Mike's great. Mike and I used to work. In the in the industry together, the service industry sure, together, yeah. and I've had Mike on this on the show when we used to do the beer show, uh, okay. because Mike's the kind of bartender that quite literally could make you any drink you would want, oh. and it would be spectacular. Okay. Mike and I worked well behind the bar together because I'm speed reader, mm-hmm. right? I'm I'll make you ten drinks in fifteen seconds, yeah. and Mike's gonna say, "No, I'm gonna make you the best old fashioned you ever had. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take you a minute." He right? takes that orange and peels it with a little but thing, he, and that's what makes him great because yeah, okay. he's so good at that. I am not mm-hmm. like that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm completely different. I'm a I'm a rip and pour guy. Sure. So anyway, he sent me the story. He says, "You you and Fratelloni should talk about this. Remember that time." So this story, I believe, comes to us from somewhere on the West Coast. And I don't think it really matters because it's one of those what we call an evergreen story. And here it is. Bartender accidentally informs a woman that her husband is cheating on her. And the reason he sent this story is this happened to the two of us when we were working together. And I believe it was New Year's Eve. So the place that we were working at was one of those places where when it first opened – 
was kind of a big, high buck, big client type of deal where, mm-hmm. yeah, you were coming here to spend $15 on a rail drink. Yeah. You know, which mm-hmm. some people like to do that. Yeah. I am not one of them. Uh, but if you're out for a couple hours. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so what happened was we got to, you know, you get to know some of your regulars mm-hmm. and um, we would see a gentleman there with different people. Got it. And okay, great. Hey, yeah, he's uh, single. It doesn't hey, matter. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember what his name was, so it doesn't really matter. Don hey, Juan. Jim, whatever your name is. Okay. And then all of a sudden, there was a, a, a can't remember if it was a wedding or a private party. And here came that same guy. Hey, how are you? He introduces his wife. And oh. I said, Oh, okay. Wow. Oops. And, and you just play along, yep, right? Yeah. Well, this bartender did not do that. Oh, no. And I'm thinking, okay. Time out here, uh, bartender gal, and it was mm-hmm. it was a female bartender, mm-hmm. which I guess I get, you know, because maybe she was scorned in the past, sure. what, what, whatever. But that's the case not her job be. to ruin someone that's else. That's not her job. That's no, not her job. Yeah. A, that's a, it's just not your job. Period. Yeah, you never know the story. Too. You don't know the story. Yeah. You don't know the circumstance. You have mm-hmm. no idea if the guy was entertaining his sister mm-hmm. or his cousin. They could have an open relationship. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But you also don't do that job because guess what you just did. No. Yeah. That guy's never coming back mm-hmm. to your establishment. We well, can't now. He's got to go to divorce court. Well, not <laughs> even beside that, uh, you just screwed yourself big time. And I, I guess there was this uh, kind of a related section to this about people. Of course, you know, people commenting and, and but I'm thinking, no, that it, that none of that should matter. That's yeah. not your job. Yeah, is yeah. that your brother? Is that your sister? No, then no, it's none of your it's business. None of your business. Right? Keep your mouth shut. Pour your drinks. Smile. Right? Yeah. Do that little thing where you put the beer opener in your back pocket because that looks real cool, right? When <laughs> girls do that, and they whip it out and they got that big beer opener. Although the, I hated doing that. Really? Because it took too long when you're doing a bunch of them. It's just, yeah. you keep it in the little the little wristband sleeve. Oh, right here. see, oh, you were one of those guys. Because well, I could just Very, do this. What, I know this is visual, but do it, do it. I could just do the <laughs> flick Did and make, it would come make, right. Do it one more time. <laughs> And it yeah, would come see? right to right to fingertip okay. length. All right, that's and very it cool. Literally took a fraction of a second as opposed to, well, I better reach back here. So here's a couple things you should never Anywho. do. You should never bust somebody for being with a different girl at a bar. Ever. You should never suggest to a woman, oh, when are you due? Oh God, never no. say no, that. No, no, you no, you never no, say no, that. No, so no, those no. are two. We should make a list of things to never do because those are two really good ones. I don't care if the person has one of those distended bellies with the belly button that's now pointing out mm-hmm. and they're wearing a, a two-piece bathing suit so you know they're pregnant, you never say, ever. when are you due? Ever, 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 ever. The only time, though, in a situation like that is if it's in present company, whereas, uh, and I was very overprotective, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, if, if some girl's really getting taken advantage of by some rando, oh, yeah. that's when you got to say, hey, bro, we're done here. You know what I mean? Okay. Like you, you just have to be that con- because some, in most cases, everyone's intoxicated, so mm. judgment gets impaired a little bit. But ne- never. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That there are certain cases where you could tell, oh, this, he's being really aggressive with grabbing mm. the wrists and things like that. Where you've got to say, hey, is everything okay? Like that's completely different sure. than, than what I was talking about. Yeah, earlier. that one's uh, avoiding a, a situation. Correct. Right. This one's just breaking someone's marriage down into the dust. Yeah. But you never know. You never know. I used to judge. Let me restate that. I judge everybody, <laughs> but I know I shouldn't ever do I used it. To right. Judge. Let me rephrase. I mean, that I just, you just know that the older I get, it's not that I don't judge anymore. Right. I just don't care. 
I don't care you lose if, interest. if Steve is cheating on Sarah. I don't care. Right. It's none of my business. None you of your never business. know. Sarah could be poisoning him in his coffee every day. We have no idea. And it's he's none still of alive my business. somehow. Yeah, well, he's, it's slow. It's like <laughs> Iocane powder. He's building up an immunity. I don't know. <laughs> like we should do to Putin. Yeah. Wait, did I say that? Yeah. Anyway, um, so that dovetailed into a, a news story I found late last week. And I thought, I want to bring this up with Mike. And... It's Christmas party time, mm-hmm. office Christmas party time. Because you get, do you guys still do one? With this was the very first year we did not do it. So we did individual store Christmas parties. That's what we're doing. We didn't do our oh, big. We okay. used to rent out all the Mancini's. That's what I thought. And do which was really big, cool. But then COVID kind of broke that down. Oh, yeah. sure. And so you just don't want to get your entire team in one spot because if one guy's sick, your entire team gets sick. And at retail, that slows the ability to be open down. Wait a minute. So instead of doing one, you have to do 21 different well, ones? Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't make them all. The store managers are running. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, that's got to be, that's obviously 21 times the work. Yeah, it's I can't do it. Right? <laughs> no. I just can't do it. But they've had some great parties already. They've sent some pics, and it looks like a lot of fun. Okay, cool. So And this company has a great holiday party. Unfortunately, I was out of town this last weekend, so I wasn't able to attend. This Hubbard party. The Hubbard, yes, Hubbard party yeah, yeah. has a great one. It's it's really cool. Yeah, I've been to it once. It you was have. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you have. Um, so anyway, it it I found a story because it was talking about um, horrific holiday party stories mm-hmm. where, you know, this gal hooks up with that guy or this guy got too drunk and started talking about the ball. And I think, oh, no. and I'm always thinking, don't people get it where that's really not the place to get your point four on every year it happened every year it would happen to me at our christmas you're parties. kidding no so we we like i said when when i say we rented out we booked up all of mancini's in fact one year they closed it completely just for our company so we would which have, is so cool it was really cool so yeah. we would have four five hundred people okay. usually there and you know we're all eating at one time and it was open bar so it was just People were just drinking, right? There was no tickets. I'm surprised and, you never invited me with yeah, an open yeah. bar. <laughs> and people would get, at some point in time, somebody would get a little touchy, ah, right? And sure. be like, oh, that's uncomfortable, right? Yep. Or they'd get, they'd want to talk about something really important. I'm like, oh, no, we're not going to do this. I, my favorite of all times, we had kind of a disgruntled office worker that worked for us, okay, right? Sure. And she had worked for us for years and years and years. Okay. And I can't remember, like, we were moving and she just didn't like the new spot she was sitting. It was some, uh, she left us. We didn't yeah. kick her out. You know, she she left us. But our Christmas party was the last Sunday before Christmas every year, wow. right? Yeah. So um, she came with a group of other ex-employees oh, no. and sat, this oh, is before no. we rented out the whole place, right? And sat at a table right next to the entrance. So a lot of our team knew her. So they were saying, hey, and I see you, and I see you, and I see you. And I told the gentleman that run Mancini's that, hey, this is what happened. And all of a sudden, a few minutes later, they're gone. Oh, no. It was like, they, they thought, oh, we're not going to let that happen. Get up, let's go. Oh, wow. And, you know, because they, the, you know, Pat and, and John, know how to run a restaurant oh my God. better than anybody, right? right they're right. just the best of the best. And they're surely not going to have somebody that invited 500 people over for dinner have their night destroyed by two disgruntled employees sitting at a table. You know, it's like, oh, and they just were like, and I, I, they just escorted them to a different part of the restaurant and said, you're going to sit here. Congratulations, you know. The best uh, stories that I can repeat on this show are, one took place when I worked at this company, and one took place when I worked for a different company that was a large retailer uh, that worked in a series of health clubs. Are you going to tell the one about when you emceed and you were a little stronger than I have told, I have shared that one where I was asked to stop speaking into a microphone. Yeah, that one, that one yeah, happened. Yeah, that's what you do for a living. That, but, well, yeah. that was, that was 
pre-children. Mm-hmm. I want to say this was 2008, 2009. I, I was there at that one, I think. Yeah. Oh, you were at yeah, that, that one? Yeah, that was the yeah. one I, I remember. Yeah. Where, uh, God bless her, she no longer works with the company, but Chris Carlson. Uh, and So I was supposed to do announcements of, because they always do really cool raffle prizes. Yeah, at, big things. And at awesome the end of the things, night, yeah. they said, hey, would you, so uh, 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 wonderful Des from KS95 mm-hmm. and I were supposed to do, hey, and the winner of the kayak is yeah, such and such. Yeah. And so about halfway through, uh, the wonderful Chris Carlson said, honey, I think you need to get down from there. Yeah. And I said, I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it was, I mean, it was like 500 people. I mean, it's a huge party. Right. It, right? it was, it was yeah. very harmless, but yeah. but it was probably, I still, every time I see here, I still thank her for getting Beautiful, beautiful parties. Yeah, it was they fun. Were, yeah, there. But um, you missed that. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's. I did get a text from a couple of people who... Uh, no longer work here that said, hey, can I be your date oh, for the okay. party? Because they know that usually I have to go alone because it's tough to find a sitter sure. You know, this time of the year. So usually yeah. my wife, if my wife can come, she's, she's come with I me. Thought, but, didn't you in years past rent a room right at that hotel and oh, stay Oh, which there? is great. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Like, we're done. Let's go upstairs and go to bed. But yeah. I was working for a... Um, a large uh, chain of health clubs mm-hmm. before I worked mm-hmm. here at Hubbard. Yeah. And, um, it was your life. You were so fit. And it was a time where you could enjoy life. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Just in case people weren't able to figure that out. Anywho. Okay. And uh, I worked out in the Chanhassen area, which mm-hmm. is where I lived. And they had rented out a, a wonder. I, I'm sure you've been to a wedding at this place. It's a gorgeous uh, place right there in Chanhassen, right by the Arboretum. Okay. And they, they had, had rented it out. For and this is a huge company mm-hmm. that's got a lot of employees, and it, mm-hmm. it was it was basically for just the full time people, okay. which you know because you're talking about one of your facilities has 500 people. Yeah, I mean it would be 8,000 people. Or and something. so yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, so it was just for full time mm-hmm. people, and they were going through an uh, a merger with a, a a different chain of. So there was a little bit of disgruntledness that was oh, going really? on at that time, okay. and so some people. Just showed up, uninvited. Ooh, and so everyone had dinner, and it was fine. It was great. It was yeah. beautiful. It was great. And so you, and it was one of those two where let's just have dinner, mm-hmm. let's hang out, let's maybe have a cocktail, and let's get the let's, hell out yeah, of here, let's right? Get out of here, yeah. Because from that place, it was maybe a five minute drive to my house, okay. if that, right? So I just I said to my my. In fact, I don't even think I was married at the time. With it was just mm-hmm. and I might have even been engaged. And mm-hmm. I just said, hey. Let's let's get in. Let's have dinner and let's get, get the hell out, out of here. Yeah, let's yeah. get and let's get home to watch the news at ten o'clock, yeah, right? Yeah. And let's and then let's go drink at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. so uh, dinner was over and they had they had uh, ordered ordered had hired a DJ for a dance, which mm-hmm. is okay, cool, like yeah, almost fun. like a wedding setup. Yeah. Everybody's fit. I bet you in that business, and right? It was, it looks oh good. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And everybody looks great yeah. in their in their, in their attire. Mm-hmm. And so then it was almost like the scene out of Caddyshack. Where you know all the help got to uh, use the pool. Okay. And all of a sudden I went, oh no, oh. And then I said, okay, we can't leave yet. Like, oh, we had watch to watch a little of this to the point where the music had to be shut off because it was getting not out of hand, mm-hmm. but it was there was too many people. Yeah. For there was going to be like a couple of pregnancies, eight DWIs. <laughs> I mean, there was going to be a lot that happened. And there was a group of five females 
at the top of their lungs mm-hmm. singing the Whitney Houston song, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Oh, no. <laughs> and so that's why every time I, I hear that song, that's all I think of is that night on that dance floor. Oh, really? And okay, I, that's fun. And so I remember. Sounds kind of fun, actually. And this was, this was about a week-ish before Christmas. So, yeah, around mm-hmm. the, whatever, but a week-ish or so before Christmas. And I thought... All these people are going to get gassed. Like, uh, <laughs> there's no chance. That... Uh, it was it was very funny. So you're that old owner who's still the president now of the company. Yeah, I, yeah, sure. Um, he, what is he an intense dude? I don't know him at all. I, I've never met him. Well, but he's built a very, very, very successful, very big yeah. company. Um, right? I've always enjoyed his company. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he seems like a go getter, right? Yeah. And, uh, it's but I mean the things that he's doing. Can we can say the company? Can we? Mm. I don't think we. Uh, I don't think we probably okay. should. Yeah, I, I just didn't know. But okay. Well, anyways, there's a guy who runs a company out there that I'm impressed with. <laughs> yes, he should advertise on the station. Very nice guy too. Does he advertise with us? He, he should. I know that they used to run yeah. ads on KS95. Yeah, which would be perfect for them, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I can't. Uh, I can't recall if they still do or not. Okay. I mean, well, anyway. that that makes me feel. A little bit better about him. But I mean, it's always funny getting the stories of, you know, from your friends where you're not going to believe this. Like, you know, she took her top off. But I'm just always thinking, don't you still know you're kind of still at work? Yeah, you you still have that. Don't you? Can't you look over and just focus on your boss and say, oh, oh, that's right. This is not what I should be doing. No, but when I'm with Joe at the company, then then he's out of control because you're like, you you know, you're going to be less embarrassing than Joe for sure. Or or what you do (laughs) is you walk up to Such and you go, hey, I need another drink ticket. Oh, there you go. Tickets. Smart. Because <laughs> so, you know I'll give it to you. <laughs> you were in that business of New Year's resolutions because obviously January in the club business oh my God. was nuts, right? Well, what's funny about that is you would see it trickle in, didn't matter, the Monday after Thanksgiving. Okay. That's always when it would start. The 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 boom, the holiday mm-hmm. boom, we would call it. Yeah. Monday after Thanksgiving, you could not find an elliptical machine, a bike, a treadmill. If, really? If you were there during peak times, which is usually... 5 a or 6 a.m. to to 9 a.m. or God help you 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. You good luck to it you. It was not. It was impossible. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, uh, I just I think that's funny. Do you make? Are you a resolutions maker? Big time. Really? I am. Do you have uh, one this next year? Uh, well, kind of. I'm more of a. What do I want to get done mm-hmm. this year? And okay. it can be something that I want to do personally, perfect, whatever. What do I want to accomplish this year? Is one of them a local Marconi for Joe? Can can you get a podcast Marconi? You know what though? Yeah, and I, I will take this to my grave. So a couple of years ago, when Garage Logic, so Joe, the first year we were nominated as a podcast was the Joe. What year did you have to go to Dallas for the Marconi? 2020? Okay. So Garage Logic was nominated for a Marconi in 2020. I'm shocked he's still here. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He's signing all those signing, uh, town council. Yeah, <laughs> you should have heard the uh, the kind word he shouted when he saw Ross slap that big tab of <laughs> town council certificates <laughs> on the on his desk. In, in any event, um, so 2020, because the, the event itself... Uh, the NABs is, is kind of, it, it rotates throughout the country. Okay. So 2020, it was in Dallas. 
And Garage Logic was nominated for the first time as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Joe has been nominated a number of times uh, as a as a radio host. And so the boss says, "Hey, you should you should come down." So he and the CP flew down. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't win. And Joe called me and said, "I'm never coming to another bleeping one of these things again." Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, okay, I, I get it, I get it. That's fine." So I believe this would have been two years later. So yeah, uh, no, uh, yeah, 2022. This would have been last fall. So that that's 2021. 21, yeah. So I think he might have he been down there in 19 because it was pre-COVID. Correct. When he went, yeah. And so 2021, it's in Las Vegas. Okay. And he says, "I'm not going." Not going. And the boss says, "Well, someone needs to go." And Joe says, "Then send Reavers because I'm not going." Mm-hmm. And I went, "Oh boy, I'll oh, go to Vegas." To Vegas. Okay. Yeah. I, and so then I said, "Honey, uh, we're being asked to go." She, I said, "I, I would love it if you could come mm-hmm. with." And she said. I have no interest in sitting through a radio uh, awards show uh, and taking time off of work. And I said, it's Vegas, baby. Shoot. I said, so do you mean I got to go by myself to Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. And she said, uh-huh. So I, I went. Unfortunately, what happened was that was kind of, it's usually like late October-ish. Mm-hmm. So then the COVID spike came up again. Oh. Awards went to total digital. Oh. I'm convinced, had I gone. And been there in attendance. Yeah, it's the first time Garage Logic would have won a Marconi. Well, if I'm not mistaken, in I'm going to go back to 2019 because I think it was 2019. You guys had this podcast that started that went from zero listeners because it was a podcast mm-hmm. to literally over an, over a million listeners. I mean, some crazy performance that skyrocketed. Garage Logic to not only the top podcast in, in Minnesota, but one of the top podcasts in the United States within a very short window, like an extremely short window. Yeah. Yet, yet, someone who produced like three hours <laughs> of a podcast about a tree or something. I can't remember what the subject matter was. Oh, it was actually pretty serious. What, was it a good podcast? Uh, sure. Okay. But it was, I'm sure it was fantastic. Right. But it wasn't. The weight of what Joe and you make, the weight, the it wasn't a daily podcast. It wasn't a daily podcast. No. It wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't have the same gravitas that you guys have because every day you're doing something that's excellent, right? Mm-hmm. And and you're doing it on the brain of one man, and then Thanks, a half Mike. a brain of a bunch of other guys, <laughs> a bunch of idiots, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not easy to do. No, it's on not. a daily show, right? Right. I mean, could I go create one hour of greatness? Probably not. I think you could. But if I did, should my one hour ever beat Joe's? Wait, you've done the show by yourself. Did you do it? <laughs> it's the worst ever. I hated doing that. Because if I recall, we were my wife and I were traveling back with our kids yeah. from was it San Diego? Could be. And then we we were snowed in, or we could, we could we literally could not get back. Yeah. Because the airports were were. It's almost like what they're they're already canceling flights for. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday Ugh. because of, well, the the rush mm-hmm. for this time of the year, but also saying, uh, we don't think that people are going to be able to get here. Or yeah, yeah. But I remember I remember calling you going, hey, I, I don't think I'm going to be back, so you're going to have to do the show without me. And that was live radio. Live radio. Live radio with a different producer, because right? you always ran the board, too. That's right. Right? So yes. you, you always controlled everything. So I had a producer that I didn't know, and he was giving me these hand signals, like breaking a stick, which 
I guess was break, but I didn't really get it. And then uh, some three fingers up, which means 30 seconds, which I did not know. No one told me this. And then I, I went into the, to the little room and I said, hey, I'm sorry, I don't know any of these signals. He's like, you've been doing this radio show forever. And I said, yeah, you know, it was probably eight years at that time or seven years. And then I said, I, we have been. Chris has always done that because he's been here every time. I don't know what any of these things mean. So if you want me to go to a break, you need to push your microphone button and say, Mike, time stop, to stop talking. talking. <laughs> I think we need to go to a break. Oh, that was nerve wracking. Uh, okay. It was so nerve wracking. So before we go or run out of time because we're being kicked out of the studio this week, uh, the story has surfaced about Tom and Giselle oh, yet no. again. Oh, now, no. now uh, for those of you keeping score at home, Divorce has been finalized. Mm-hmm. Everything is quote unquote fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, and I wondered about this, since they were such heavy investors with FTX, along with a number of celebrities, including, I have it right here, including Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Steph Curry, uh, you're going to have to help me, Naomi Osaka? Mm-hmm. I don't the, know who that is. She's the tennis player who has the mental breakdowns. Oh, okay, gotcha. One of the best in the world. And yeah. a number of other uh, highfalutin celebrities are going to be part of a lawsuit mm-hmm. for FTX, which yeah. here's what I want to know. It's unfair. Th- okay. Yeah. If just because you happen to be an investor or you're a spokesperson for a given, because were they doing ads well, for this company? Well, what I think they did is they took some equity in the company. In, for their so are deal, they technically owners, they hypothetically are owners, right? Because oh, well, that's bunk. Yeah, if you just hired Shaquille O'Neal to do an ad, you can't really say, "Hey, Shaquille, you were hired to do this ad." Um, but so I think he got. Uh, I think all of them got some sort of equity deal in FTX. Oh, and then and people money. are saying, "Well, if Tom and Giselle are, they're really smart and wealthy people." Well, so I mean, are they going to be found liable? I, I I doubt it. But I mean, just just think of that. If someone came to you and said, "Hey, I'm I'm printing money because I'm exceptionally bright. Everyone thinks I'm the whiz kid of the Oracle of Bitcoin, and I'm going to give you one percent of my business if you become a brand ambassador." Oh, and by the way, one percent of this business is worth three hundred million bucks. Do you want to do it? You said, "Well, sure." I mean, what what's the worst that could happen? If it goes out of business, I'm out the three hundred million dollars. But little did somebody know that if it goes out of business and they find out it's a huge Ponzi scheme and they start putting people in jail and I own 1% of it, no thank you, right? Right. So, I mean, even that that happens, it's kind of funny because people will go onto the boards of directors of companies, right? So they don't own anything with the company, but they're on the board of directors. And you have to have really incredible insurance that protects your other business because people, if that board, if you sit on a board of a company that goes out of business, people sue the board members, and you might have, like, you might have been on the board for two weeks. You had nothing to do with the company, well, and all of a sudden they're coming after all your assets because the, the the base company went out of business. Well, that's why I wanted to give Shaquille O'Neal some props because he's a very smart business he guy. Is. I know uh, maybe it was you that told me this, but I know, let let's say when he do, you see his Papa John's commercial, mm-hmm. he doesn't just say, "Okay, I'll do your ads." He says, "I need a, a pun intended, a piece of the pie." Mm-hmm. Where he gets a certain uh, what, what's the other one the uh, the insurance the general I know he's he's Does he also part of that part, part yeah. ownership yeah. of that and mm-hmm. the uh, the printing cartridges that you see him on he Epson or whatever it is really okay so that's his bit where yeah, yeah I'll be your spokesperson but uh, I'm now going to be be on your board and I'm going to be part owner which I think is really smart yeah and I think he owns some Papa John's locations too right yeah. he, he said hey I liked it so much I wanted to figure it out from the base well and they could have used a little bit of a facelift they after needed what a new own. spokesman. <laughs> Little did you know that Shaquille O'Neal would be the voice of reason, right? Although he's always carried himself super professionally. And very likable. And very likable. But little did you know that, like, okay, 
let's get rid of the guy, Papa John, because he's too much of a doofus, <laughs> much of a drinker. And let's take Shaq, because Shaq is, he's a, yeah, he seems to be a very astute businessman. Well, and, and I just, I go back to seeing that image of Papa John at a Super Bowl party and just hammered. Well, and I'm thinking, bro, you were on top of the world, yeah. literally created a self-made man, right? Mm, yeah. Came from basically nothing, yeah. selling pies out of your car yeah. that you ended up having to sell to keep the business afloat, and you just couldn't keep your mouth shut. Yeah. But what are you uh, do? You know, things can happen. Right? That's a good point. In, in years past, no one would have ever known what he said. No That's one would have ever point. said. If, right? if we didn't live in the instant on-demand world, you, That's are, right. you are exactly, exactly right. Anyway, um, well, Michael, uh, we are not going to be doing a show next week mm-hmm. for the holiday, which I know is your personal favorite week of the year. I hate it in a broadcast sense. It. I know no. you do, and I always think of you when I when we talk about. Yeah, sorry. The although Joe is coming in, Joe's Joe, going to do live Garage Logic next Joe, week. Joe Rookie and Johnny Height have agreed to do three shows next week. So really, and I believe they just did it for you. That is very nice because otherwise podcasting and radio, everything on the radio is horrible. They always just get the worst people who just have nothing to do. Guys like me get a radio show for a week. Well, I will. You know what I'll say about yeah, the, about yeah. the week between Christmas and New Year's? That is, and if you're out there and you're an aspiring, uh, the time to get up, some time. That is the time to make yourself available mm-hmm. because honestly, if you say yes to being able to, that's how you crack a microphone. Yeah. That's how you get behind a board. That's how you. Fill in on a whatever show. That's mm-hmm. that's your opportunity. Otherwise, you're not going to get one, you know, the other time of the year. Yeah, no one else is taking time off because they don't want some young stud to come in and just be great, right? There was a time, um, and I wasn't working for this company, uh, that I filled in for somebody, and that person never took a day off again. Oh, really? <laughs> well, it's not because I'm great or anything. I just thought... Oh, yeah. no, they were kind of exposed for just how lazy that they yeah, were. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. Well, hey, Reavers, Merry Christmas, and you're the best. Same thing to you, buddy. And thank you so much for listening to the Weekly Scramble throughout the course of the year. Uh, we really, truly appreciate it. Mike and I have been at this for a number of years, and we really appreciate the loyal dedication, the feedback, all of the great emails that you folks send to the show throughout the course of the year. They get read each and every time. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. For Mike Fredoloni, my name is Chris Reavers. We will talk to you again in the new year. Until then, be Be safe, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and cheers.